And we start with the beeping. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, guys! Hello! And there's there's the proctor saying hello as well, apparently. Uh, yes, the proctor. Now, you say that when he's going to be the dude with the structure, he doesn't sound like this? Uh, he sounds... It's the same actor, but mm-hmm. Mike gets to play right. with the instructor a lot more. Like, I just sent out the episode 13 script, mm. and he gets to do things that go, Excellent! Yay! I mean, like, he's very... He's chipper in my head, so hopefully Mike will translate that to chipper. Maybe like Hippie Rays and Sunshine or something. I don't Ooh, know. Hippie Rays and Sunshine from a computer. Very yeah, nice. No. I think I think the idea I was going for was the whole idea that it was overcompensating for because mm. the last instructor was so cold and they were like, Well that tactic didn't work. Let's try being nice to the students. But Ooh, and we're into Detective Mac. Which oddly enough was written by Mike. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Mike Winters. I have parts uh, four and five of that waiting to go. Oh, you do? Awesome. Yeah, I, I love mixing Detective Mac because it's my chance to play it film noir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, it just goes horribly, horribly into an, you know, it just delves into an aspect of my psyche that I don't think it needs to go. <laughs> By the way, folks, sorry if I sound tired. Fearless leader here is sick, and I am tired because mm-hmm. I have yeah. to stay up. It's like midnight right now. I have to be up at 5 a.m. tomorrow to drive three hours. So we're both <laughs> sounding. Yeah, like I've been sick for like days, and this is my third commentary in two days. So you know, woo-hoo. we're gonna get a rash of just sick Jeffrey, and there's gonna be sick Jeffrey twit tomorrow. I'm guessing. I'm I give lots of people rashes. <laughs> Wait. No. The wrong kind of sick, Jeffrey. Wrong kind of sick, man. Uh, does Susan know that? Uh, <laughs> she knows now. Okay, you know, for as absurd as Detective Mac is, and I love it for its absurdity, but yeah. parts four and especially five, mm-hmm. they're like twice as ridiculous. They're, I couldn't even believe it. Wow, really? They're just completely nuts. It's exciting. See, now I want to get to those episodes already, and I don't think you've sent them to me yet. No, I'm I'm waiting to send four until we get Roxy four oh, from Dave. David. Cough, 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 nudge. <laughs> cough, cough, nudge. Threaten. Oh, sorry. I really need to keep those threats to a minimum, unless I'm doing it in a Russian accent. Then I can do it all I want. Ah, oh, Sarina. Yes. But now we're talking about you, but not the episode. Sorry, I know. It's just one of those days. You're just magical, cat. <laughs> I'm, I'm made of sunshine and fairies, I guess. I don't know. But um, actually, I really like this episode because we have Clyde show up, who is also played by Mike Twitch. Um, All right, with the uh, youper accent. Accent, which I remember when I got the script and it was like needs a youper accent. I was like, what the hell is that? And so I. The second week of beer camp, and all the guys are here. Yeah, it's a it's a Michigan thing. I've never lived there, by the way, but but we just know people, I guess, or something. Yeah, I've known people. As soon as I read that, all I heard in my head was just Rick Moranis going "Stop Bears." Like that was that was what did it for me. I was like, no, we just need a guy who just sits there and goes "Stop Bears" the entire. Rick Moranis never said that. Oh, cats. Didn't he? You youngins. No. That was George Wentz. I could have sworn he was in that skit on SNL. No, no, no. No? 
unless he was hosting one time and did it one time, but he was not. They always brought George Wendt in just to do that skit. No, the clip that I saw on YouTube, which isn't very reliable, mind you, but I saw it on YouTube and it was Rick Moranis doing it. Well, hmm, they must have done one when he hosted or something. Yeah, like maybe that was the funny thing. Because, I mean, like I know that Topher Grace hosted an episode and he did the whole simmer down now thing. Mm-hmm for their running gag that they had at the time, so it's possible, but seriously, that was what I totally heard in my head when I watched, or not watched, but read the episode. And there's Clyde. But I, I think I love Detective Mac. I really do. Like, every time I get a script, I'm excited to work on it, because that and all the in-jokes are just so much fun. I know, I was sad. Five is the last one. There's no more after five. Five, it's, it's, that's the last. He better have, like, ended it, ended it. Well, yeah, he did. You just, but if you want more, you know, if if you folks want more, you know, please post on the group and tell Mike Winters to get off his slacker butt and keep writing him. Spam Mike and be like, give us more, or we throw things at you, or I really, Never. or I really will make him dress and drag and do the hula. I really will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's part of today's little random randomness that. Tom Backus and a couple others have been throwing around today. Yes, yes, we're recording this on Thursday, folks. Yes, it is Thursday. Is it really? It is Thursday. Well, it's 12 yeah. so technically it's Friday now, which makes me debate if I should even bother going to bed. <laughs> oh, well, it's Friday for you, not for me. You're three hours in the future. I am. It's totally... Do you have flying cars? <laughs> no, not yet. Mm. I'm Pity. with though. I know. Clyde. Yeah. I don't know. I know that we haven't been able to work together for an entire year. Oh, oh, this is the, the Jerry Maguire line that shows up. You had, you had me a hello, and it's so creepy. That was kind of creepy, but I'll take it as a yes. Let's get George to a safer place so we can plan our next move. He's just down the hall. I'll admit, because I'm tired, I'm not paying nearly as much attention to the episode as I should be. Mm. You're also much more subdued than normal. Yeah, I know. Like someone took your energy level down to, like, human. <laughs> that's, that's... I don't know what to make of that right now. <laughs> I'm so used to being like chipper. Yes, you're very chipper. And when I'm bouncy. not when I'm not chipper and bouncy, I just kind of feel like I feel like I've been smoking or something. And and I haven't, so it shouldn't be. I'm just tired. I really am. This is me tired. No one ever sees me this tired. Well, we still can't see you, cat. <laughs> Semantics. Ooh, and back to the instructor. Ooh, whoa, that was cool. Okay, so I don't know how many of you listen to it in headphones, but his voice just, like, echoed through my mind. Because it sounds from, from earphone to earphone, and I love the fact that it does that. Do you put the same voice mod on him as you did for the other instructor? Yes, it's the same voice mod, but his voice, the quality of the lines that I get from him, from him like audio quality, makes his voice much different. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier to understand. That's why I was... Because before, sometimes the instructor could get a little warbly in there, and... But, well, yeah, he's he's much clearer. The first few episodes from the instructor, the, the mm -hmm. instructor, were clear. And then as the episodes went on, they were just... They, they got not so clear. <laughs> mm. Not sure why. I just remember there was a lot more static and interference in the lines as the episodes went on. And then when I got Mike's lines, I was like, whoa, hey. <laughs> um, these sound really cool. <laughs> And then now we're on to uh, Roxy, mm -hmm. David Alt's magnificent Infinite Encyclopedia voice, a.k.a. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, no, it, it's nothing like that at all. Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I mean, that was just that was just my um my uh, inspiration. Right, sure, sure, sure. Gave to him. That's totally what it was. Sound of this the, the audio thing that I did on him though, the the mod that I did to his voice, nothing mm-hmm. like instructor or the students. Like everybody has their own little mod thing, and I have little like templates set up for everybody. Everybody has presets. Right. So audition kind of buckles under the pressure every time I start working on stuff. Uh, you gotta kick its ass and make it do what you want. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice if I had a new computer, not one that was buck ass slow. Mm. I think this is the long. This is the single longest uh, speech that the Infinite Encyclopedia has ever had. Yeah, it goes on for a while. And it's so funny because when I got it from David, it was just one single audio file because he's only got the one line. Wow. And for so many flub ups and him going, ah, right, start again. And he, you know, he just, he would or he would he would do like the the broken record thing where he would railroad over a line if he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. restart and restart and restart and restart and then keep going and I would have to find some magical moment in there where I could cut him off well, <laughs> you did it good because it, it sounds like one solid good clean take all the way through yeah well part of that is also David the way he does his readings for the infinite encyclopedia the boy is smart if nothing else I will give him that because he uh, he he will read when he restarts a line like that he will still read it the same way he mm-hmm. change up his his pacing or anything, so I can still put it in there, and it doesn't you know, it doesn't mess with anything. So it's you know it's it's a lot easier to do that. But I'm waiting for more Roxy to be completely honest. Yeah, well we're all waiting for a little more Roxy. But you know, David's been very busy. You know, he's doing um, directing, Pendant Shakespeare, and Supergirl, and he's writing Supergirl, and so you know he's. He's busy. He's busy. Maybe yeah. once he gets caught up on, on things, uh, we were trying to catch back up on stuff, then hopefully he can get, you know, into yeah. the next Roxy. Yeah. And more Costigan. Yeah, seriously, I love Costigan. Oh, I just realized why this episode's so different from the other Roxies. I'm such a dumbass. I'm in this episode, and I forgot. <laughs> I I forgot that I was in an episode. That's really bad. I'm tired. Oh, I forget that stuff all of yeah. Well, by the way, again, I should say I could just listen to Tim Kelby as the Trash Man all day. Oh, he's great. He's he, so good. He seems like that cool, kooky uncle that you know lives like upstairs in your attic kind of thing with all the nifty toys, like in gadgets and stuff that you just go up there and you like get lost in all the metal shiny things all day. Like you know, like the um, like the old guy from the Nutcracker. Like that's what he makes me think of. Tim Kelby. He makes me think of the old Nutcracker guy, the one who created the the dollhouse and everything. Although maybe you didn't see that version of the Nutcracker. I don't know. I'm speaking Greek. It's all right. Let it go. <laughs> no, I was just going to wait and see how long you were going to keep going. I was just... I'm rambling tonight. Your job is to keep me in line, Mr. Bridges. <sighs> it is? I have a job? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're only the producer. That's no job. What are you talking about? I can't hear Roxy. That's because I turned it down to be able to hear Mike and then... Oh, Okay. We're talking about Fenorks. Which oh, I, the Fenorks. What a Fenork is so badly. Like, we've done so much build-up to what the hell a Fenork is, and I still don't know. The only thing I know is that it's Fenorks. And, well, that's all you need to know. And, and then I have a sound clip that goes... It, it's actually the sound clip that da- that David made for me when he... Because he made all the... Uh, by the way, guys, the, all the um, audio effects of, like, all the grubbers and all the, an, you know, the, the animatronic stuff in the background... 
David McDonald made that all for me when he submitted Roxy. Like, he just handed it to me in a package. And it was all these different sound effects. And they're all labeled, so I know which ones to use. And I'm sure he knows which ones I'm supposed to be using, too. So I'm probably going to get yelled at one of these days for using one wrong somewhere. But the one that I have for Fnork, all it says is, Ah, it's a Fnork. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a Fnork. <laughs> or if that's things freaking out about a Fnork. Or what. But it just says, Ah, it's a Fnork. <laughs> like, the Grubber one is fun, because I have, Uh-oh, Grubber. Which is fun, because it's, like it's the one where the grubber just goes, ah, and, like, freaks out. But I do love the sound effects and, like, the music for Roxy. Although I rarely ever use actual music when I do Roxy these days. Yeah, I've noticed Roxy doesn't have a whole lot of underscore. And I think it's because there's so much special effects-wise. Like, there's that constant buzz of the underbelly of, like, mm-hmm. city that I don't really think I need the extra music. I think it'd be too busy. Like, I do a little bit here and there, like, when David's talking. Sometimes I'll have the infinite, uh, the, what is it called? The Encyclopedic Infinity is the name of the piece that David specifically did for Roxy that I use because it's, like, butimus. <laughs> but I only butimus? Butimus, yes. But I only use it rarely. I don't use it that often, so. Well, that's, like, uh, in contrast to... Detective Mac, where it seems like there's a there's a lot of music behind the, the scenes in there. They really set the uh, the tone for it pretty well. Yeah, the thing about Detective Mac is since it's film noir, I like the fact that you know I had asked David, I was like, do you think you can pull together something film noir? And he handed me like three tracks, mm-hmm. and it's all you know that really good kind of jazz band kind of you know feeling to it, and it does it really sets the scene I think because I have like three or four different pieces of music. And like the way that it works in Dixie, where like you know, like there's like the villain theme and like the Dixie theme kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I have Detective Mac pieces that are for specific kinds of scenes, and I think it's nice because it does set the tone. And then you get to Roxy, which is like pfft, no music, and it's a nice contrast. And I think it shows how diverse this can be. I mean, we've got two mini series mm-hmm. going that we run together, and they're so different, but they're great. I love them both. And they're both hilarious. And, and and I always get the same cast every month for that. Yeah. It's so nice to have a recurring cast occasionally. Isn't it, though? Oh, yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of makes life easier. <laughs> kind of wish I had that. <laughs> Aw, I love Arapalodi. <laughs> she plays Janie, and she's so cute. She's very talented. Yes, and, and I, I just, I love her in this, though, because she just sits here and, like, whimpers and and gets ballsy and New Yorker, but she squeaks. It's so cute. (laughs) And then, you know, we've got Cindy, who sounds like, like a, she sounds like a, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say younger, but she sounds like almost a more, uh, you know, perpetually annoyed version of Dixie, in a way. (laughs) And then Linda's like, I don't know what Linda is. And then we have Joey, who's just kind of there. Because <laughs> every time I get lines from Paul, it's it's like, uh, uh, and it's just, it's random sounds of him being stupid, essentially. Right. That's all that Joey ever does. And then you have the trash man, who's just nuts, and we love him for it. He's fantastic. Uh, yes. <laughs> I just love the way Cindy talks, because she does, she does um, Roxy, and she's just like, 
I could be doing better things with my time right now, and... It's, well, it's a really good uh, mixture of uh, voices and accents, I think, in Roxy. It's really uh, yeah. really diverse, and they, they mix together really interestingly. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by Tim going, Huge eyes! Huge eyes! Here was a shot in my head. All I heard was a shot pointed. Ah, you know, and I'm just thinking of the killer rabbit all of a sudden. Oh, Monty Python, how I love thee. I can't tell Wizzo Butter from a dead crab. <laughs> Is it just me, or does the trash man talk in like his... I, I love the way he talks in his own language, to the point where it, he almost starts to make sense at the end. Like, you he look does. long yeah. enough, and you're like, I kind of understand where you're coming from there. And then you're like, wait, I didn't understand any of what you just said. How can I understand where you're coming from? <laughs> Well, I think that's the, that's the fun part about David's writing is like he just writes so much. It's so wordy, but it's not clunky. Mm-hmm. It's just wordy, and then you read it and you're like, "Wow, how's this?" I like every time I read a script, I'm like, "How is this ever going to make sense?" And then I have a really good cast, and they take it, and then I mix it, and I'm like, "Wow, hot damn, that makes sense." <laughs> I'm shocked. Well, you have a really good cast because you cast really good people. So you, I, good I, for you. I know what you're doing. Cast, as I say often. Although maybe I don't say it often enough, but I really do appreciate my cast, everybody. Every episode I ever have a seminar, I love the people I cast. And I'm and I'm glad that as far as like recurring casts are concerned, I have people who, you know, enjoy their roles and like to uh like li- they like they like to send their lines in. I get lines early all the time from the people in Detective Mac and Roxy. It's great. Mm, that's a good thing. Well, I had a, I've had a couple setbacks where one or two people will either forget to send me lines or think they've sent them. Mhm. I have to bug them. <laughs> yeah, you always got to break out the whips and crack I, them and quite often around here it seems. Break some kneecaps. Some kneecaps, yeah. It's the problem with being the right hand of the Pendant Mafia, man. I'm telling you. I have got a lot of kneecaps to break. A long, a lot of kneecaps. I swear to God, those metal footsteps are used in everything we have. I seriously think those metal footsteps are in every show at least once. Except maybe Midsummer. We haven't heard those yet. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. He'll find a situation where we have metal footsteps, I'm sure. And there they go again. Sorry, I oh. lo- I love sound effects. <laughs> See what what David told us was that the next play he was going to do for uh, the Pendant Shakespeare was the Tempest. But what he didn't tell you all was that it was going to be the Tempest in space. <laughs> so there you can get your metal footsteps. There we go. Oh God, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's almost as good as space Nazis. <laughs> See, I think that's a snork. You think that's the fnork? That's the fnork! Because that's the only sound you hear, and then I have to cut out to the instructor. Snork. Yeah, I mean, it's like crazy. Ooh, there goes Mike in my head again. That is so creepy. But it I, is. It's cool. Whoa. He's everywhere. I know. I've only come across that with one other actor that I've ever had, and it was not for a pendant show. Yeah, oh, God, that was huge. <laughs> Oh, oh, though, I cannot wait until next semester, uh, not next semester, but next month, mm-hmm. when you guys get to the last episode of Seminar, because... Well, it's not the last ever. 
of of this the quote season, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. that takes a break while right. I talk up on scripts <laughs> and you know start working on other stuff. But um, but the uh, the the end of it is really cool. I'm just gonna tell everybody now. Like, listen to the end. The last, the last, like the the tail end of it, where you know the the instructor normally wraps up the class. Listen to it. I'm proud of it. It's very cool and nifty. Well, don't listen to it first. Listen to the whole episode. I know. I'm just saying, but like, don't don't think that after the short story is over, you can click pause or stop or X, because I will hunt you down. I will find you. I have, yeah. I have spies on the internet. I will find you. Yeah. Listen to her, bitches. <laughs> Thank and you. send some more scripted. We could always use more. Go to the website, pendantaudio.com. Submit some scripts for seminar. Do it now. No. No. God, that was... You're harsh, man. Yeah, that's me. Okay, well, the episode's over, so... I guess we should stop then. Wrap this shindig up, yeah. So, yeah. uh...